right. So I just start it because, and we can just. So okay. this is a test. This is a test of the podcast system. That's right. Uh, we're now turn your heads to the side, to the right. Okay. Now talk. Now and see. Uh, how does this sound? Can okay. You hear me? Turn your heads to the left. Okay. Oh, the right. <laughs> the other right. <laughs> your other right. Yep. And then look at look up and talk. I say that. Okay. Look at each other and talk. Okay. Well, this is uncomfortable. We <laughs> yeah. won't do a lot of that. <laughs> We're sitting too close together. All right. So let's see that test. Here we go. Part two, part two of our Christmas story about trips as kids without any adults. All right. Um, so I'm going to let you, so let's, why don't you tell a story from the next early part or the, where the a story oh. that you remember of anything that happened on that trip, just launch yeah. into it. Yeah, one of the other stories was, and I don't know if this was after the first night or, or if it was the second day or third day, but I remember the raft of reeds. <laughs> so, and thinking back, um, thinking back, you know, why was this raft of reeds out there? Well, describe that. What happened? What, describe this raft of reeds that you're talking well, about. Well, it was like a huge clump of, of reeds, you've seen reeds around the river. So this was clumped together, almost like a a beaver lodge, you know, yeah, like a pile, floating yeah. a pile of them floating down the river. And I was thinking, well, maybe they left. Later on, I thought, well, they let water loose and it, it filled the river and it washed some of these dead reeds out of wherever they were piled up. Right, but it was a good size. It was mound, a good probably. size. How, mound. how 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 it crossed? It's it was like in a circular sort of. So yeah, as I remember, what it was about minimum. It was probably six feet across. Okay, five I, six feet. Yeah, it was. I was thinking I, I, at least. Yeah, and uh, and it was floating right by, and we go, oh hey, so we kind of, as I recall, we rode up to it just to see, well, what is this? Mm -hmm. You know, and and from instinct, it was well, feel feel it. How solid is it? Right, and then. And I recall it was Dan. I was saying no. I said we could put stuff out on there and just kind of use it as a trailer or whatever. <laughs> right. And Dan's going, no, oh, I bet you I can, I can stand. I go out on it. And I think I was no. I'm not going out on that. I, you know, be real careful because it's going to sink. Be ready to grab back for the boat. Mm -hmm. And as I recall, you got off on this thing. Yep. And we're and we're testing it out and it was pretty solid yeah i jumped i climbed to the top of it it's kind of this mound about a foot or two above the water and I, it held me and it was like this is solid enough we now have two boats you yeah know? <laughs> we probably thought we could yeah take it all the way down the river uh, yeah. yeah and uh, we used it that day i think one of us i don't did you eventually get on it I don't know if I ever did. I don't but recall. Us, I know you were out there most of the time. Yeah. You were not in the boat most. You were on that. On one the, of us floated on that. We moved some of our, uh, maybe a towel or something over there and some stuff. 
and we were tied. We tied the boat to it. Yeah. And we just floated down with our raft of reeds. Raft of reeds. Down the river. <laughs> it was pretty cool. I don't know if we ate lunch. We may have ate lunch out there. Broke out the lunch and yep. just started eating. It was, and we only had it for the day because we're like, we can't control this. It's too big for us to control, but we can use it. And I, now I don't know if you remember it at the end of the day when we're like, okay, we have to camp. I remember I felt very attached to this raft. Oh. And so I remember one of us said, well, we have to sink. We have to try to sink this thing so nobody else can steal <laughs> our raft. Nobody else can use it. We're the only ones. And so I remember getting out at the bank or at a, I don't know if there was a bridge. I don't know. But I remember getting out at the bank and take and taking and throwing rocks on top of the raft and trying to break it up and sink it. And we're running down. Do you remember this? Oh, I, I don't. Yeah. And we're I, like, no one's going to get this raft. And I'm chucking rock, these rocks at it and these big, big but, rocks for a kid to throw on there. I, I seem to remember at a time, uh, you know, a while down the river. You were walking on it, and as you got near the edge, your feet would sink into the water a little bit. Yeah. And it was breaking up as we went, not totally breaking up, but it was sinking more and more. Right. Is what I so we spent the day with this raft of reeds, and we didn't want, I didn't want anybody to have the, I was like very possessive. And it was like, but we had, we knew we had to separate, and that was the end of that day. And so we camp, we found a place to camp. Um, I remember, I don't know. If it was that day, I remember camping pretty high up on a on a ridge. Yeah, I don't know if it was that day. On the opposite side of the river. But that from was the dirt one road. of the night. That was one of the night's camping spots. Right. And I don't know if we picked it. It was in the desert, so it was in the Picacho State Park. And it was a ridge pretty high up above the river. Yep. And and had a flat flat top on the top of it. And uh, yeah, we did sleep up there. I remember that. And that's where we had the sterno cans. Yep. We lit up at our heads to try to keep the bugs off of us. Yeah. And I think we went up there because we thought the farther you get away from the river, the less bugs we have to deal with. I think part of it was that. um, Part of it was we wanted to go up there for sure, up above. Now, I'll tell a little story from that. I remember us sitting there eating our dinner. It was it was. dusk it was like the sun was about to go down or had just gone down it was in the evening and we and i remember hearing this whistling and i'm like what's that and i hear this somebody whistling a tune and i'm like what's that about and this raft comes floating down the river and people uh, were making rafts in those times maybe they still do out of 50 gallon barrels and they would take these barrels and they would make a raft with woods sitting on top of these barrels and float down the river. And I remember this whistling happening and we're like, what's that? And we look down and see if you remember this or not, Dean, but we look down and there's a guy, one solo guy who had built this raft. And when he built this raft out of these barrels and pieces of wood, he made uh, these pieces of wood that stuck up and he had a hammock strung on his raft. He was laying in a hammock on this raft and he was laying there whistling 
floating down the river. And I we were, I don't know if you remember that at all. I, I can picture it from what you're saying, but yeah. I don't think I remember. And it. I was just enthralled. I'm like, that's the kind of raft <laughs> I want with a hammock and just laying there cruising down the river, whistling and, and, and no cares in the world. I don't know. That really stood out to me like, wow, that's who I want to be. Yeah. And so and that I, was, <clears throat> I probably remember the desert. You know, here's this big river in the middle of the desert. Right. Wonder and that landscape just stuck in being, you know, the place to be. Yeah. It wasn't that hot, really. Mm -hmm. And it was around sunset. And then you could look down upon the river and it was peaceful. Yeah. Except for you could hear like the guy whistling or. Yeah. We didn't have, we didn't see too many other people floating down the river that I remember. I don't recall any boats either. Yeah. Nowadays it would be just packed. And this was probably in the early seventies, I would say 70 or 71, early seventies, early seventies, uh, 1970s. <laughs> <laughs> so I also, I would just say here that both, I think both Dean and I are desert lovers. I mean, for me, the mountains are okay, but I, my heart is, is in the desert. I, the desert is where I find joy and beauty and peace and, and solitude that really fills me up. Yeah, um, I agree. And uh, so we both kind of became desert people. And so we're floating through the desert with, for me, the perfect thing is to have water in yeah. the desert. You know, there's a perfect combo. And so both of us just love the rocks and the sand and the, the way the desert is built. The cactus, if there is any, this was pretty stark where we were. I don't remember yeah. a lot of vegetation, not too much, just along the river, um, which we'll talk about later. So why don't you tell that story about the horses? Uh, I think that was like the yeah. second to the last or oh, last yeah, night or one. something. I, but before that, I think there was lakes next to the river. Oh, should we tell that story before? That were behind that you had to row back through the. Ah, so let me. Oh, let, yeah, I don't remember much about that, but through the halls of reeds, or they were like hallways right. of reeds back into these lakes. Right. And so I'll tell this part of the story. So we're coming down the river. We have a certain number of days to get to this, get this takeout spot, which I think was called. Paso Picacho. Picacho. Paso was Picacho. A boat launch. There was a, uh, a like Crude. a little dock there, yeah. and a, or a ramp, and we're floating down, and we get, we're going faster than we thought. Uh, so we got we actually got there a day early, and we're floating down, but we missed that ramp. Yeah, we floated. We were out too far in the river, and we floated right by that ramp and we're like oh no we we can't do this can't be true we can't be that's where we got to meet dad tomorrow in the evening or whatever and we but we we did and we rode to the side but we were probably a good couple hundred yards down river but it was it was evening right so yeah we went past it and we had to look for a campsite we thought on that side of the river right and that side was just packed with bushes bushes there were, you could not get through them to the desert you could not certainly take the boat through them at all and we tried to pull ourselves up the river with the branches from these yeah bushes but it was like impossible and so we're thinking 
oh, great. Our dad's going to come get us. We're not going to be able to be there because we floated past. Yeah. We can't. We screwed up. We can't go up this bank. Yeah. It's just too strong to get up with pulling by branches. Yeah. So we look, like Deed said, we, we looked across the other side of the river and we realized it was kind of made up of reeds and marshes and these little inlets and lakes. It was a lot flatter than the side we were on. So I remember we rode our butts off to get across and then go ahead with. We rode across because the other side was the only choice we thought we had. It had less current. Yeah. We could go up that side past the dock and then come back down and, and hit our destination. And luckily, yeah, we went across the river. We went into an inlet. As I recall, it was close to evening. We had to get a camp. So we camped right next to the river, as I recall. It, it wasn't mm -hmm. too many feet above water level, but it was flat. And we set out our tarp. It was like at the end of a canyon. Yeah, end of a canyon, a wash that came into the river. So we camped right there. Uh, we, I think it was a canyon. As I remember, it was at the end of a canyon that drained, it was dry, kind of drained into the river. Yeah, that's as I picture it too. And we wanted to camp pretty close to the river because we knew the next day we would might have a real physical day trying to row back up the river. Yep. And so we set out the tarps and we uh, set out our sleeping bags on the tarps. I don't know if we, we had the sterno out. We may have, but we were right next to the river. We would have done a bug. I think bugs, we did. Um, and uh, if you wanted to tell that. No, you, because oh. you, this is you, more your experience. I was sleeping. And yeah, so here we're sleeping, and I don't know what time, you know, middle of the night, midnight or something, and all of a sudden, start hearing something around us, breathing, you know, and I'm going, oh, it's it, coyotes or what, do we have a mountain lion? I might have even jabbed Dan and said, there's <laughs> something right around us. We had sleeping bags pulled over our heads, I think, to yeah. get us uh, away from the bugs, but you hear this snorting and then I, I go, oh, that's that's like deer or it, maybe it's horses. You know, horses out here in the desert? No, mules or something. But it was like they were stomping around us uh, as I pictured. I didn't look out. I didn't even look out or pull back anything. I just laid under the covers kind of going, I'll, I'll wait till it goes away. <laughs> it so and scary. hearing it snort, it was like they were stomping around us, probably I, smelling us going, really? what's this? And I they were down you, to get a drink. I thought you peeked out, but you didn't, huh? I don't recall peeking out. Ah, but yeah. then it went away. And, uh, you know, I don't know if it was early morning. And then we got up or for the middle of the night, we went back to sleep and got up. Yeah. We, I remember it, uh, we went back to sleep and I, you, I was kind of groggy. I remember you waking me up like in the night saying, I think horse, uh, wild horses were down by the river here and they were right by us or something. But we woke up in the morning really early because uh, it was not, uh, the sun, I don't even think it was hardly up. It wasn't even up yet. It was just, uh, what do you call it, dawn. And we looked where we were and there were all these hoof marks uh, of a whole, like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, a herd. A herd of herd. wild horses had come down in the night to the river to drink. And we were, like, laying right next to them. And they right were right to their drinking spot. So we decided we want to go see these horses. And so we got some water 
snacks or whatever. And we started hiking up this canyon following these hoof marks. Yeah, I don't know how far we got. I felt like we hiked for like an hour or so trying to catch them or quite a ways. It felt like we went a long ways up this canyon and it sort of panned out more flat as it got farther up. Yeah, you know, I was a little scared when they were right there around us, but then the next morning it was, wow, horses, we have to see these yeah, horses. Yeah, we got to go see this. We got we to catch them somehow. Let's see if they're how far ahead of us they are. Unfortunately, but, we never had, we never caught up with the horses. We followed their tracks for quite a while. I'm sure it was miles, and uh, we never saw the. We're never able to see the horses. Never saw them. But no. Dean really had a, a hearing and a feeling them around him. Experience. I was more sleeping through that in the thing, at the night. So then we go back to camp. We know our dad's going to pick us up in the late afternoon or afternoon. We know we still have to get up river, probably quite a ways because the river's wide and it's six mile an hour current. And so we're pulling and rowing the boat through these shallows, I would say kind of swampy areas, right? And we get out some parts and we're pulling it, I remember, and the other parts it was like too muddy. So we would row through these reeds and pull ourselves through yeah, I recall, I guess we're in some of the lakes behind there. Mm-hmm. No current there where we could really go upstream, make our way uh, yeah. quickly so, without. Uh, so we did pretty good. It was uh, we were able to get up the river pretty far. And then we looked over where to where the boat launch was and we're like, OK, I'm not sure we can row over there. One person can row enough to get over there before we pass it again. And so one of us, we had this idea, it was sort of windy, and we had this idea that one of us would hold a towel up, right? Oh, I don't remember that at all. I do, as a sail. One person rowing, the other person is holding this huge towel tied to their feet and their hands, holding it up so the wind will pull us as well, because the wind was going that way. And so I think I was holding the towel, and Dean was like rowing, and, and we were just screaming, row, row. Row and we launched it and we just rode like crazy and the towel had the towel up and we're like row 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 and lo and behold we actually did make it make it and we were able to land on the boat ramp and uh, pull our boat out and later on that day or whatever I don't know how long it was meet our dad he brought he came with the van and I, I swear. At least I. This is what I think. We never told our dad about a lot of these things that happened to us because we didn't want to him to say, "Well, you can't go anymore because you almost drowned or you almost you yeah. passed it up." I feel like we said it was a great trip, and we maybe we told him about the horses and things, but I'm not sure. I don't know. Did we tell him we passed it up? I don't think we told. I don't remember telling. Yeah, him. I, I don't remember. Yeah, we tell him a lot of those details. Yeah, not that he would have been. Mad because we were there anyway. Yeah, we just didn't but. want to like lose this privilege of going out by ourselves. And so we didn't want to say, man, we were messed up. Or And actually, I believe, as I remember, we were get, one of us was getting sick for at least a day on each of these trips. And I think you probably got sick on this river trip because I got sick on the backpacking trip. I remember oh, it yeah. wasn't the same person. One of us. Yeah, we always got, got a really little bit sick. sick. <laughs> 
Yeah. It didn't last too long. No, it was like an overnight kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So then he got loaded up the boat and went home. And uh, I mean, and we thought it wasn't that big of a deal. But nowadays, I mean, as adults, I mean, I feel like, wow, your parents letting you go float down a river with no cell phone or no communication device for a week that you planned as a 12, 13, 14 year old kid, that's unheard of. I just don't think parents would do that. And and yet it was something we did and thought, well, yeah, this is normal for us. We yeah, could yeah. do this. We didn't think we were endangered that much. Uh, there were times that, you know, things happened that we had to try to figure out how we're going to get around this, like yeah. floating down too far or dragging the pan. And it all ends up having stuck in our memory all these years. Yeah. And so we did these trips and it was, I think it was a huge gift. Now I see it as a huge gift from our dad because I go out in the, I go out in the wilderness by myself for anywhere from 10 days to three weeks. Uh, I've been going with the boat at Lake Powell and I don't even flinch at feeling like I, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in trouble or I'm going to be, something's going to, I'm, it's too dangerous. I just feel so comfortable yeah. out there. And for me, it's like, but, but people around me are scared for me. They're like, well, what if something happens out there? Or, or, or what if you lose or you break your leg or you get bit by a snake or you run out of water? Or, I don't know. People are really scared, but I feel very like my dad gave this gift to us. Of I feel comfortable. I don't feel uh, like uh something that there could go wrong. I feel like it's all right. (laughs) Everything's right. Every corner. Yeah. And I, and yet I have gotten in some very close spots, (laughs) but, but I've been able to get out of it. How do you feel about I'm not as confident as you in those things. Yeah. I always (laughs) want to have more than enough, say food or things, uh, you know, things that I need in the wild. And I, I definitely will not take as many, chances as you do right on certain hikes and stuff i'll hike but i'll have plenty of water snacks but i'm not climbing any cliffs really unless you talk me into it (laughs) yeah that's probably personality deeds more the older child i'm the middle child he took more responsibility for these trips i was like along for the ride and i would take the risks and so i i maybe do i take more risks uh but I feel comfortable like these are calculated risks that I could take and for the most part. Dean and I, as adults, we haven't shared a lot of this. We won't share this, but I may share some of this later on in the podcast. But we've taken a lot of trips together um, at Lake Powell, some backpacking trips, some hiking Mount Whitney trips with friends, stuff like that. Um, actually, I don't know. We've talked a lot, so I, 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 we could tell some of those other. I'll tell some of those other stories, or we can tell. Yeah, we've almost been talking an hour. <sighs> so, uh, but there's plenty of other stories, uh, especially about hole in the rock, the hole in the rock trip. That that that's a good story. Um, all right, Dean. Well, thanks for participating, yeah. <laughs> coming and sharing some stories. Yeah, I'm glad to do it, and uh, it was fun. Brought back some more memories for me, or refreshed them. Yeah, and if I get good at this podcast thing, which I'm 
starting to learn. I may call you and interview you about some some trip stories and put that on the podcast. They, you can record on the phone, I think. And okay, there's sure. ways to do that, but I don't know them right now. <laughs> so hope this has been entertaining to you, folks out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can tell how old he is. He's using the they, he keeps using the word folks. You yeah. folks. Oh, folks, peoples. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> uh, um, yeah. Thanks, Dean, and welcome. I hope you all had a good time and you saw how we totally were in the wrong place, but it turned out to be the right time for us and changed our lives, changed our character, changed the way we see the world. Even though we were in spots we should not have been at it as young kids, but we handled, went through them and were able to handle it. All right. Say bye, Dean. Bye-bye. Perfect.